Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Come to us, JP. Hey, come on. Hey, yo, 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 bring it in. Hey, this the moment right here. This is the moment we all been waiting for, dog. This our moment. We're gonna protect this for everything you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Season 1, Episode 2 of the Believe in Bucks podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Family Network. I am your host, Evan Winter. You can find me on Twitter, at Evan underscore Winter, and you can find my written work on BucksReport.com. Be sure to also check out the Believe Podcast Family at Believe.com, and also on Twitter, at Believe Podcasts. Guess what, people? We're here. We made it. The first day of 2021 Bucks training camp has come and passed, and man, it was a lot of fun today to be back out there. Obviously, wasn't able to get out there last year due to 2020, COVID, you know, that whole thing. Um, And then, obviously, I tore my ACL, for those of you who may remember, back in 2019 around the midway point of the season. So it's really been about a year and a half since I've been able to watch the Bucks live in person and, you know, find some insight, find out what they're doing, all that good stuff. So overall today in terms of just excitement, well, there was plenty of it, both on a personal level and on a professional level. But obviously y'all don't give a damn about what I have to say about me. And I totally understand that. Who else in this world cares? My wife doesn't even care. So without further ado, let's go ahead and not waste any more time. We've been waiting for the entire offseason to talk about fresh storylines when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what they're doing on the field. So let's dive into some of my takeaways from day one of training camp. The Bucks had nearly perfect attendance today. Uh, the only player who did not show up, who did not report, is safety Raven Green. But Bruce Arians said after practice that they excused him for personal reasons. So whatever's going on with Raven, hopefully all that gets settled in the best way possible. But it was an action-packed day. And now granted, I've only been at training camp for three of the last four training camps, so I haven't been doing this very long. I don't have that much experience to rely on. But usually your first days, there's not really a whole lot of excitement going on outside of just training camp resuming, football activities resuming in a big way. But today, man, you want to talk about just an atmosphere, an electric atmosphere. That is exactly what went down on the practice fields. And it all starts with the fans, with the crowd. From the moment that I walked into the facility, the moment that I was out there on the practice field, you could just hear fans screaming for the Bucks with their excitement, just all the adoration that's built up over the last few months by soaking in the Super Bowl win. The crowd was on fire. I have never seen on the first day a crowd so hyped for training camp. And even Mike Evans said that this year felt so different, A, because the Bucks finally won something, but B, because of the crowd and how hyped up they were for the start of training camp. The awesomeness that the crowd provided actually paved way for arguably the coolest moment of the day when Mike Evans, they were running outs to the sideline, uh, you know, doing receiver quarterback drills, caught the ball, the crowd started cheering, erupted, and Mike Evans literally ran 
towards the fans, the covered section of the bleachers, hopped the barrier that fans aren't allowed to cross, and literally went in and gave about eight to ten fans just an enormous group hug before turning around, hopping the barrier, and running back out on the practice field. It was really awesome. It happened right in front of me, even to the point I was so close where I was like, oh God, Mike, please don't trip over me. Please don't trip over me. I don't want to be that guy who gets Mike Evans hurt from being in the way. But anyways, aside from that silliness, it was just a really cool moment. And there's a reason why Mike Evans is so popular in Tampa Bay. He's a man of the people. We saw it whenever he was sharing his Super Bowl ring at the ceremony with fans. I mean, just an overall great dude, a cool dude, a hard worker, doesn't put up with any crap. And is always going to tell you straight. And that's what you need when it comes to a football player. That's the type of personality you need. Mike Evans, he's the man. And sticking with the receivers, there was one receiver that stood out a lot today. And that's because he was burning folks like crazy. Just ask Carlton Davis, but that's Jalen Darden, the Bucks' rookie fourth-round pick. Looked really good. You saw the twitch, the speed that prompted the Bucks to draft him. Now, granted, he did drop a few balls today, and Bruce Arians did comment on that after practice, saying uh, if he's getting as wide open as he's getting, which he was straight up burning people, then he needs to catch the damn ball. And I don't disagree. I mean, you've seen how players in the NFL, they get open for these big plays, these deep shots, and they can't finish the play, and how much that can affect the offense, set the offense back. The Bucks are a deep ball team as is well eh, let me take kind of a half step back they might not be these days considering what we saw over the last eight weeks of the season but either way at some point you know they're going to take a deep shot uh so Jalen Darden if he is getting wide open then yes he has to catch the ball but overall very very good day for the rookie especially since it's his first day if he can just build and get better each day then make no mistake about it Jalen Darden is going to see playing time in 2021 now obviously we thought he was going to see some playing time anyway but if he continues to build off today and continues an upward trajectory he's going to get a lot more playing time than we all realized slash anticipated coming into this season overall the receivers had a good day uh, Jaden Mickens made some nice catches uh, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, obviously, you know, your uh, usual suspects. Antonio Brown wasn't on the field for the first hour of practice. It was kind of weird. Uh, people wondering where he was. And then, honestly, as I was walking over to field two, me and Bailey Adams of Bucks Nation, um, he was walking out of the Advent Health Training Center. So, fully dressed, all that good stuff, helmet on, you know, all that jazz. And Bruce Arians was asked about it after practice, and he said Antonio Brown was fine. So it doesn't really look like there's too much to dig into with that topic. However, it's definitely something you know to keep an eye on moving forward. And obviously, if everything comes to pass, then there's no worries at all. But we'll have to see how that all plays out. Now, O.J. Howard, on the other hand, not so sure about his injury status or his health status, whichever way you want to put it. He was not practicing today. However, the Bucks also haven't put him on the PUP. They haven't put him on any kind of NFI list, even though he was hurt last year playing football, so that really doesn't make any sense. Just wanted to put it out there that uh, he's not on any kind of injury list whatsoever to where it prevents him from practicing. So, you know, the it's still obviously up in the air to when he's actually going to return. An Achilles injury, especially on a big guy, guy like that, is a big deal. Bruce Arians was asked about it after practice and said we're going to have that conversation at another time so being a little cryptic there being a little vague obviously that's not good when it comes to a player's um, health status so we'll just have to see uh, when OJ returns to the practice field 
All signs point to that it should be pretty soon, but in terms of how we actually want to define soon, yeah, not really sure. But that will definitely be something to watch over the coming days as well. Tom Brady was great today. I mean, he's Tom Brady. Looked great. Was wearing a brace on his shin. I'm not really necessarily know what that was for, but either way, I'm I'm assuming I don't know which knee he had operated on. I don't sorry, I don't know the details that well, but I would assume it would be on the shin of the knee that was operated. Uh, but he looked good. At one point, they were throwing outs to the sideline, the same outs I was referring to when Mike Evans hopped the barrier and went into the crowd. Uh, and literally, he threw six or seven, and every single ball was in the exact same point, just on time, accurate, velocity behind it. So Brady is Brady. He's going to be just fine, at least through day one. One little tidbit I saw that I found interesting was Robert Hainsey practicing at center with the second team uh, players. Arians has talked about on several occasions how Hainsey can play all five positions on the offensive line, uh, and obviously he played tackle in college, but he's built more like an interior guy, uh, and we've seen Hainsey taking snaps at center during OTAs and minicamps, so him taking snaps at center shouldn't be a surprise, but what's big here is the consistent carryover from mini camps and OTAs to training camp. Right now, all signs point to Tampa Bay grooming Robert Hainsey as the backup center. Now, he obviously provides versatility, but it looks like the meat of his play is going to be at the center position. So, what does that mean for everybody else? Well, it just means the Bucks add another depth guy, another quality depth guy behind Aaron Stinney, behind Josh Wells, behind whoever is the backup right tackle, probably Brad Sitton. Regardless, it's another valuable piece. But here's also something to watch over the coming days with him. As I said, Bruce Arians talked about how he can play all five positions. Well, will the Bucks try him out at other positions? Are they trying him out at those other positions just to see if he can play them? Or is he not getting it done at center, so they're going to try to find something else for him that works. A lot goes into this, and there's going to be a lot more coming out over the coming days, and that's definitely something to watch because it also has future implications as well. We all know Ryan Jensen's in a contract year. This is his final year. The Bucks could have extended him to help alleviate some of the salary cap hit that he was having this year, but they chose not to. They drafted Hainsey. Hainsey is now practicing at backup center, a young, good prospect. Who knows? So we'll see, but that's obviously a conversation for another time. Leonard Fournette took the initial snaps at running back today, but there's still a long way to go to see who's going to get the majority of snaps between him and Ronald Jones. I honestly wouldn't put any stock into that. It is worth mentioning, but I would not put any weight behind it because we could easily see Rojo come out and take the initial snaps with the starters tomorrow. It could happen Tuesday. It could happen Wednesday. So regardless, not a lot there to take home, but it is worth mentioning. And just talking about the offense as a whole, one thing I noticed today, a lot of pre-snap motion going on with Tom Brady and the ones. That is obviously awesome. The Bucks 
finally tailored their offense to incorporate more pre-stat motion over the last eight weeks of the season, including a very heavy amount during the playoffs. And it obviously worked out really, really well. So it's really good to see them carrying that over into 2021. And obviously, the, the more reps you get doing that, the more practice time, the better you're going to get at it. So it's pretty damn scary to think how good Tampa Bay was doing that last year, kind of on the fly, and how much better they're going to be this year with A, the same players, and B, a full offseason to get adjusted and figure everything out. The secondary looked pretty good today. The pass rush looked good. Joe Tryon made a really good play where he was able to get into the backfield. I want to say he squeezed, got skinny and squeezed in between uh, Tristan Wirfs and Alex Kappa, but it could have also very well have been Alex Kappa and Ryan Jensen. Either way, he got through the right side of the Bucks' offensive line on the left side of the defense and was able. If it would have been a, if it would have been game action, he would have just absolutely destroyed the running back coming out of the backfield. Didn't get a chance to see who it was running the ball, but regardless. Try on one of his big things coming out of Washington was he made plays behind the line of scrimmage. He routinely got through that level and was able to disrupt plays. So even though it was only one play, it's still good to see that coming through during practice. And he was practicing as the second outside linebacker on the left-hand side of the defense. Anthony Nelson was on the other side. So it's clear that this coaching staff is going to use him and probably use them pretty often on in this defense so good news on Tryon's part and I'm gonna I watched a lot of the offense today I'm gonna switch over to the defensive side of the ball tomorrow so I can't wait to report on what he does tomorrow as well and sticking with defense Ross Cockrell played some safety today that could be huge that could allow the Bucks to add more depth on special teams that could allow them to save a roster spot I still think they're going to take four safeties in the season, only taking three actual true safeties uh, seems a bit risky. However, if Cockrell impresses enough and shows that he can be that guy at safety who can come out, because honestly, as fourth cornerback, you're not going to see the field that much unless somebody in front of you gets hurt, then that would obviously be a big win for the Bucks. It's football. You only get 53 players for some dumb reason. So anytime you can save a roster spot, it, it works. It's huge. It's a big deal. And sticking with the secondary, Sean Murphy Bunning had an awesome pass breakup today. It was during seven on sevens. Uh, Tom Brady tried to throw it over the middle. I mean, bunting the smack when his hand hit the ball just sounded like somebody just smacked the ball right next to your head. I mean, that's how much of a hand he got on it. Knocked it up in the air. Carlton Davis was about a foot two in, inside. He tried to stretch back and, and catch it, but couldn't get it done. Could have very easily been an interception, but either way, it was a pass breakup and an incompletion, which is good, obviously. So good to see him still having that spunk from the from the postseason that we saw where he and the only other player to do this was just some guy named Ed Reed had those three interceptions. Obviously, this Bucks secondary, if it takes the step forward this year that it's supposed to, when you combine that with this pass rush, and this run defense, oh my God, man. It's just going to, the defense is going to be elite. There's no other way to put it. And just to circle back around and tie everything together with a nice little bow, Kyle Trask today practicing on field two, third and fourth stringers, fifth stringers, you know, depending on the position. 
while Blaine Gabbard and Tom Brady practice with the ones and twos over on field one. So right now, it's clear that Blaine Gabbard is in the running for the number two quarterback spot. Uh, it looks like Trask is going to be number three unless Ryan Griffin beats him out. Which, even if Ryan Griffin has a great training camp, he's screwed either way because you're not putting Kyle Trask on the practice squad because somebody's going to snatch him up immediately. Like, that would just be so dumb. You know, some A lot of people think the Bucks wasted a draft pick selecting him earlier this year. Well, they're definitely wasting a draft pick if they put him on the practice squad. So, really, Ryan Griffin's only hope is that the Bucks carry four quarterbacks on the roster heading into 2021. Now, granted, if, like I said, someone like Ross Cockrell can come through and save the Bucks a, runner, uh, a roster spot, then, you know, that might allow them to open up and put Griffin on the roster. But Bruce Arians didn't even bring that up. He said, you know, we can add another gunner, which is on special teams. So feel really bad for Ryan Griffin. Uh, hopefully he can make some headway in camp and, you know, have, have a good next few weeks. But it, the, the cards are just absolutely stacked against him right now. Uh, but the main takeaway was Kyle Trask was over there on field two with the third and fourth stringers, fifth stringers, sixth stringers, you know, depending on the position. So that'll just about do it for everything I observed today. Those were my biggest takeaways. As I said, I watched mostly offense today. Tomorrow, I'm going to flip over to the defensive side of the ball, let y'all know what I saw, what I observed, who's playing where. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to watch Joe Tryon, Anthony Nelson. Can't wait to see what Khalil Davis is doing. You know, Vita Vea is back and healthy. He was out there practicing today. So... And defense is just my my shit. It's my lifeblood. And obviously, growing up being a Tampa Bay fan and watching this team for the last 26 years, you know, defense is the heart and soul of my football body. Uh, so I can't wait to get back out there. Definitely going to put on some sunscreen today. I'm looking rather lobsterish, but hey, the ginger got to get that base burn. Got to got to uh, get the skin ready for more sun absorption because my God, there's going to be plenty of that in the coming days. But there's also going to be plenty of training camp coverage coming in the next few days from my end. So be sure to follow me on Twitter at Evan underscore winner. Be sure to check out my written reports on BucksReport.com. And again, be sure to check out all the other cool podcasts from the Believe Podcast Family Network, Believe.com at Believe Podcasts. Uh, catch up on all the training camp news around the league. I know the Bucks and a couple other teams are the only ones doing training camp right now. However, there were eight teams who had rookies report today. So it's all kicking off. It's all coming together. Um, and you can find that all on the Believe Podcast Family Network. So thank you all so much for joining me today. Again, find me on Twitter at Evan underscore winner. Find my written stuff on BucksReport.com. Check out Believe.com at Believe Podcasts. But until next time, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and go Bucks! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.